The space race during the Cold War between the United States and the Soviet Union was a time of incredible scientific exploration. Solar power, artificial limbs, and water filtration technology were all developed as direct responses to the dilemma of surviving in outer space. Reentry, or the process of getting the astronauts back down to Earth, was an equally challenging problem that demanded specific knowledge of the planet's terrain. Due to this need for geographic data, NASA scientists began taking photographs of the Earth's surface from space for the first time during the Apollo missions. The scientists quickly realized the benefits of this idea, and Landsat was born. Landsat, which is short for Land Use Satellites, is the oldest and the most extensive satellite imaging project in history. Its data helps us understand environmental change, prepare and track natural disasters, and accurately map our world. We still heavily rely upon the freely available information from Landsat in our day-to-day lives. Every time someone checks the weather on their phone or Google's directions to drive somewhere, they are using Landsat technology. Valerie Thomas, a young black physicist and inventor, was at the heart of this important scientific venture during its early years in the 1970s. She was a woman who would, against all odds, become one of the most accomplished and respected scientists of her generation. Welcome to Shaking America, a history podcast. This episode's sources include the Maryland Historical Society, public documents NASA has released regarding Landsat, and Valerie Thomas herself from various lectures and interviews. Valerie Thomas was born in 1943 in Maryland, 21 years before the end of segregation in the United States. She was curious from a very young age. At eight years old, she read The Boy's First Book on Electronics, which helped her fall in love with science and math. However, this was not an easy time to be a girl that was in love with science and math. Her father discouraged her from her hobby of tinkering with electronics, and some of her teachers told her not to enroll in math classes. Regardless, she excelled academically, and after high school went on to enroll at Morgan State University. There, she graduated at the top of her class in 1964 as one of the two women to major in physics at the college. Her impressive academic achievements landed her job at NASA, where she began working as a data analyst. I had to work on computers. I had not even seen a computer before in my life, except in science fiction movies. I was, I, I was a girl and a woman who wasn't afraid of challenges, you know, that just got me to do what I need to do to excel. Thomas joined NASA during a pivotal time in its history. The space race, the scientific battle that pitted the United States against the Soviet Union to see who could land a man on the moon first, was raging. Thomas did her part to help by developing real-time computer data systems that supported the satellite control centers when they were launching all the rockets. Higher-ups at NASA quickly realized how brilliant Thomas was and promoted her, placing her in a position managing the fledgling Landsat program. Landsat had a troubled launch. While weather satellites had been in use since the 1960s, the U.S. government saw no value in gathering geographic data, and different groups opposed the project for various reasons. The Bureau of Budget declared Landsat to be fiscally irresponsible and unnecessary. At the same time, Landsat saw fierce opposition from the Department of Defense, as security officials warned that a civilian program could get in the way of reconnaissance missions, 
or even expose covert military operations. Last but not least, the Secretary of State worried that photographing the geography of other countries from space without their permission could lead to armed conflict. Despite all of the detractors, Landsat launched in 1970, albeit with a fraction of the budget the scientists initially asked for. The Hughes Aircraft Company out of Santa Barbara, California, won the government contract to manufacture the scanners that would gather the environmental data from space. These first multispectral scanner prototypes were developed by an American physicist named Virginia Norwood in just nine months. For that reason, Norwood is sometimes called the mother of Landsat. She was another incredible scientist from this era, and I'll probably do an episode on her later. Valerie Thomas worked on the coding behind the image processing software and became the de facto expert in storing the data that the satellites gathered. By 1972, less than two full years after Landsat was approved, NASA had a satellite ready for launch. The ability to accurately visualize Earth from space had immediate benefits. Hoping to utilize this new technology, NASA created a Landsat subproject called LACI, or Large Area Crop Inventory Experiment. Due to her previous expertise, Thomas was placed in charge of the project. This joint venture with the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration and the U.S. Department of Agriculture allowed for an accurate worldwide crop yield prediction. For the first time in human history, it was feasible to track food harvests on a global scale. This project has saved millions of lives and is still utilized every single day by countless farmers and governments. After the resounding success of Landsat and its subproject, Lacey, Thomas continued to invent and innovate. In 1976, Thomas invented the Illusion Transmitter, a device that uses two concave mirrors to create 3D illusions of an object using a camera focused on the first mirror. This invention, which allows for 3D images to be sent across great distances, is still used by NASA today. By the time Valerie retired from NASA in 1995, she was the Associate Chief of NASA's Space Science Data Operations Office and had worked major roles in projects focused on Halley's Comet, ozone research, and the Voyager spacecraft probes. Landsat, as I've mentioned previously, is still an active program and is still relied upon by millions of people today. The latest Landsat satellite, Landsat 9, was launched September 27th of 2021 and will undoubtedly provide humanity with more data regarding our planet. It is the second longest NASA operation ever after the Voyager probes. Valerie Thomas spent the final years of her career advocating for black children in schools. She created several scholarships for black women to earn degrees in science-related fields and has spearheaded a variety of programs dedicated to bringing young African Americans into the world of science. Thomas, despite being 78 years old, still works occasionally as a substitute teacher at the nearby high school. Western asked me, why are you here? You know, they looked at my, they, what they do is they Google me. So they said, why are you here? I said, I'm here to inspire students. Thanks for listening to Shaking America.